welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Thank you, Jesus. Last Sunday, I began talking about the making of a vision. And when I left here, I felt impressed in my heart to uh, continue because um, God began to talk to me about some other areas about the making of a vision we, we talked about two things how the vision is made that one the vision needs a carrier and then two the vision needs a team it needs a carrier and it needs a team and that there is the commitment of the visionary and then there's the commitment of the team glory to God today I want to continue have a part two of that and then talk about something very specific as regards how um, a vision is made a vision is formed turn your Bibles to James chapter 3 James chapter 3 and verse 13. Okay, this is the New King James Version. It says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. The English Standard Version says, Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. And then the Passion Translation says, If you consider yourself to be wise and one who understands the ways of God, advertise it with a beautiful, fruitful life, guided by wisdom's gentleness. And then he says, never brag or boast about what you've done and you'll prove that you're truly wise. So who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it. Let him show it. Let him demonstrate it. Let him express it. Let him display it everywhere. What came to my mind now is that it didn't say you're wise of it. Glory to God. <laughs> Who is wise? Let him show it. If you have wisdom, show it. If you know you have something, show it. But let it be shown by your good conduct and your works and that they are done in meekness of wisdom. Man is spirit, soul, and body. The tripart of man. All right? So we say that man is a spirit, right? 
he has a soul and then he lives in a body so when i studied that a little more i realized that man is actually spirit and soul man is actually spirit and soul spirit and soul those are the two expressions of man's existence the body the body is a is a camouflage is a it's not the thing it's a container all right if i take a bottle of water when you buy a bottle of coke they'll tell you liquid content only right so what you are buying is it the bottle or the content the content so you are paying for the content so the coke is the content not the bottle so inside this camouflage inside this body is the content of who you are all right so who you are is the soul the soul is who you are all right so this is a camouflage this is a body all right this is just body this is the camouflage this is not this is not who you really are in the Irish song a song and says I'm not my hair I'm not my head I'm not this thing so I am beyond this someone say I'm beyond this I'm beyond my body so we can't mistake the container for the content we cannot determine that this container is the content that will not be a true definition or justification of who you are all right this container is not the content all right the content is inside all right the content is inside so he says who is wise and understanding among you let him show let him show so i understand now that if this is not my um this body is not the main thing it's not the in thing then it means that there is something that is the in thing which is inside follow me carefully you and i were not designed by god to attain spirituality spirituality is who we are so by reason of the floodness of our body we tend to from time to time get into some spiritual state however those spiritual state or experiences have become secondary nature not the primary nature because of the limitation of our body but who we are is spiritual so we were not designed by god to get into some spiritual state once a while and then come out no however we experience it because our body is flawed because we are um limited in this container we tend to experience the supernatural as is as if it's um, secondary nature but in actual reality the supernatural is our primary nature that's the first nature that we have in god all right so i come to understand that because this nature is secondary our reality is tied to this nature 
and not who we really are. So, when God gives us a vision, what happens is we are we tie that vision so much to our physical representation and then it limits us from receiving that vision and making it come to pass well we're so limited so god tells you something or asks you to do something and then you are so much concerned about the physical what will happen how will people see me where will i get the money how will I do this? How will I do that? All you look at in bringing that vision to pass are the physical things that you can see. Not forget, forgetting that this physical is not you and that you are not limited to this physical. Alright? So what happens is that in the name of the supernatural, we begin to lose focus on our God-given ability. And what is that ability? We have the ability to create. We have the ability to innovate. But because we tend to get a lot more into the supernatural, once a while, once a while, once a while, forgetting that that's our primary nature, we now think that, okay, the whole essence of why I'm here is so that I can get into the supernatural. You now think that the whole essence why God saved you is so that you can get into the supernatural. No. No. You are supernatural in the first place. That's not your whole essence. That's not your um, that's not your drive. That's not what you should begin to aim at. Oh, let me just get into the supernatural. It has a purpose. It has, there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. And that reason is where I want to go to this morning. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. The ability that God has given you and I is meant to allow us create and innovate. It's meant to allow us think outside the box. Box is meant to allow us, you know, dominate our world. All right, in Genesis 1, let's go to Genesis 1. One and twenty-six. So he said, Then the Lord, then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So this is you and I being formed here. So in this place, God has set us apart to do what? To have dominion. Alright? Our dominion has nothing to do with your physical appearance it has everything to do with what is inside i know people say that when man fell that he lost it the truth of the matter is what man lost at the garden of eden was not his dominion what man lost at the garden of eden 
was the ease of access. It says, the ground is cursed because you have done this. It says, with toiling. So what it means is that what was once easy, will now you will now have to stretch to attain it. But the capacity to attain it is still there. However, you will have to stretch to get what was once easy. So, ease is our nature naturally by God. That everything we desire, everything we want should come with ease. Remember I said that God, when God called, uh, told Adam, said, um, in Genesis and said that um, after seven days and God said um, um, God rested on the seventh day the scripture says God was the one that rested right and then he called Adam to come into his rest you see that in Hebrews chapter 4 so Adam came into God's rest alright so the person that ceased from working is not man but God so man has the authority and instruction from God from his rest to begin to have dominion. Are you hearing me? So our dominion is in the place of God's rest. So he's the one that rested because he has completed it. Our work, you and I, is from the place of God's rest to begin to have dominion because God has rested. So if that is the case, why is it that a lot of people don't either go for big things or they feel they're incapable of achieving great things? And I found that the reason is many times, especially believers, we think that the solution to our greatness is so that we can have supernatural power. So we are striving for the supernatural. We are aiming everything to go for the supernatural. We just want to be able to cast out demons. We want to be able to tear down walls, get in the place of prayer, spend 30 hours and shake the kingdom of hell. So in that, we just comfort ourselves to think that, oh, if I'm able to come in a group of people and I'm able to communicate in some religious terms and, you know, um, talk Christianese, I'll be able to, um, you know, find some kind of solace or comfort in that place and then I have arrived. When you do that, what you, are, what you are expressing is only a small fraction of who you are. A very, very small fraction. If, because you are trying to attain who you already are. I don't know if I'm coming. You are trying to get into the supernatural when you are already a supernatural being. So the essence of your living and existence is not such that you attain spirituality. No. You are already spiritual. The essence of all that we do as believers 
is so that we continue to have dominion from the place of rest so when the bible says that in genesis that adam fell and then he lost it what he lost was the ease of access 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 what i mean by that is this daniel stand up so daniel is here and i can see him i can touch him right easily now for some reason someone gets an invisible cloak and then puts it here he's standing right there but i can't see him so the ease of access that i had before has been shielded so i need a higher energy to be able to decode this invisible cloak so that i can access what is there but he's still there see that everything that god has designed for you to have to be to become in this life is right there before you the problem is especially for believers the problem is that we think we do not have capacity for it so we think that we cannot attain to what's behind that cloak naturally we think that it's impossible for us to, because we can't see it it's been covered by an invisible cloak so we can't see it so naturally we just think that it's impossible for us to attain so what we try to do is we pray 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 fast 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 do all spiritual gymnastics and drama and everything with the hope that this will be revealed to us but in the mind of god what he has put there is that you have capacity in the first place to access this however if you are not accessing it you have advantage in the spirit to give you understanding so that you can decode what is there the people of the world through research through um education through technology can decode what is there that's why he says the ease of access will now be that you stretch so believers don't want to stretch they just want to pray and then see it not forgetting the fact that the prayer is meant to give me advantage so that i can creatively and innovately know what is there so that i can access it so that i can access it so god throws a vision before you he throws something big something great before you and then you spend time to pray you spend time to fast you spend time to do a lot of spiritual gymnastics and then you come out of there having no clue whatsoever how to attain that vision having no clue whatsoever what to do next and then the greatest testimony you have is that i prayed and i fasted i prayed and i fasted that will never give you the results that god is asking for pastor are you saying praying and fasting is wrong no 
I'm saying that prayer and fasting is not the end goal. The end goal is so that you will receive wisdom. You will receive knowledge. You will receive insight. Such that your prayer and fasting has interpretation. Are you hearing me? Your prayer and fasting has interpretation. If all you do is that, or your end goal in everything is that, oh, I, I, I prayed about the situation. Or I fasted about it. That's not what God wants. What he wants is that after you have prayed, what is the formula for the cure of HIV? After you have fasted, what is the cure of the formula for cancer? Because if we don't do it, the people of the world will do it. But however, they will stretch but not with the supernatural. God has given them that ability to stretch. Come on. People are replicating miracles. Do you know what's going on in the world? People are replicating miracles. How did they find Jesus? The wise men, how did they find him? Through a star. Do you think that's voodoo? No. Through research, through science, through study, someone can locate you, your house address, by observing your star. It is God that gave them. That is the dominion of man. To tame a lion, to tame an elephant, it's a dominion of man. That's man's exercise. That's his stretch to get things done. But we have something we're not making use of. We have an advantage in Christ Jesus that we're not making use of. We have the gift of the spirit. We have the ability to speak in tongues. We have the, the, the word of knowledge, word of wisdom. We have all these things. Yet, we're not maximizing it. All that we're after is the fact that, oh, I was able to pray three hours. I was able to pray four hours. I was able to pray five hours. There is no essence of your prayer. Four hours, five hours, six hours. If at the end of it, it is not translated to anything that the world can understand. There will be no point. There will just be no point. Because the reason God put you where he put you is so that people, I mean, people do not see. Do you think people see God? What they see is you. They don't see God. They don't. Even Jesus, when he came, what did he say? He said, no man has seen the father. He said, but if you've seen me, you've seen the father. So the same way he's saying to you today, what did he say in 2 Corinthians 5? He said, you are my ambassadors. He said, the same way God sent me to the world, so I have sent you. When they see you, they have seen me. When they see you, they've seen me. 
So how many people around you have not seen Jesus because of you? If Jesus appears today before you, you will not know. Ask the guys on the Mayor's Road. You wouldn't know. If he appears today before you, right before your eyes, you wouldn't know. Oh, you think you would? Ask the children of Israel. How many miracles did they see? Right before their very eyes. Peter stood with him, ate with him. Yet he denied him. It's not by that. There's something more. There's something more. So when we are trying to attain spirituality, it does something to my mind. That's who you already are. You are not designed to start stretching to attain spirituality. No, that's who you are. When you come to terms with it, that that's who I am already. It's easy for me to look at situations and look at things differently. Because I already know who I am. I already know who I am. The reason we have miracles, I say that all the time. I believe in miracles. I pray for people to have miracles all the time. But miracles are not the end game. No. They are not the end game. No, 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 no. A thousand times no. Miracles are a precursor to engagement. Engagement is the real thing. God wants you engaged. So the reason God... Have you ever seen in, 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 in scripture, in old times, have you ever seen a blind prophet or a, a crippled prophet in old times in scripture say that, that prophet is crippled because if you are crippled in old days in Moses' time you cannot be used there is no technology that will give you wheelchair so the first thing God will do is heal you so but people started going for the healing God said, the healing is not the thing. The thing is that after I have healed you, engage society. Come on, is someone hearing me? After you've received the miracle, after you've prayed, God has blessed you, endowed you financially. The purpose is engagement. After your eyes have been opened, the purpose is engagement. That's the purpose. That's the purpose. But today, it's different. Why is it different? Because with technology, you can be blind and be a king. Does Cobams have a driver? If I tell you how much he's paying his driver, you will apply. You that have eyes. You that have eyes will apply. And say, bros, help your brother. So, blindness, deafness, lameness, inability of the physical is no longer a limitation. That's what I'm telling you. It's no longer a limitation. There is more to you than meets the eye. It's no longer a limitation. It used to be. So, because of that, God introduced miracles. So that when they receive the miracles... They can engage society. They can be creative. They can be innovative. 
But people stopped being creative, stopped being innovative, and all they want is miracle. So God gives you a miracle. Money drops in your bank account. You never want to work again. All you want is miracle money. That is an abnormal. That's an abnormal. Say, ah, pastor, I just went there. After I prayed in the house, since morning, three hours, I just went there. And someone just said, ah, I just like your face. Take one million naira. The next thing you want to be doing now is praying three hours every day before you go. Come on. That is not the purpose. Miracle is a precursor to what? Engagement. You have prayed. A miracle has happened. God now said, go and dominate with that miracle. Go and make a difference. Go and change society. Go and affect your work. Affect your environment. Affect the place that you are. Let people see Jesus through you. Let your life be a testimony. A reflection of him. They are not the end in itself. They are not the main thing. They are not the thing. That's not the end goal. That's not the end goal. I was telling us the other day of someone who, who chatted me up and said, Pastor, pray for me. I said, what's wrong? She said, she's been pregnant since 2020. I said, okay. Is it that you had miscarriage or what? She said, no, I'm still pregnant. I said, I don't understand. Pregnancy is how many, 30, how many weeks? How many weeks is it? 36 weeks, right? From 2020 to 2022. How many weeks is that? I said, what's wrong with you? I said, why don't you want to do CS? She said, I want to give back like the Hebrew woman. I said, there's something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. I said, I don't pray that kind of prayer. The kind of prayer I would pray for you is you, you have sense. She borrow yourself sense. That's the kind of prayer. Are you saying, oh, pastor, are you saying that, ah, no, it's not, listen, listen. God is science. He is the author of science. He's the author of technology. He's the one that's designed these systems. I'm not saying that it's wrong for you to believe God to deliver in such a way. But the truth is, times have changed. Seasons have changed. There are a lot of things that we're engaged in now that they were not engaged in at the time. It's also a miracle for the delivery of a baby by CS. It's a miracle. It is a miracle. It's a miracle. But the thing is, the miracle has happened in the form of technology given by the wisdom of God. It's a miracle. The children of Israel will cross the Red Sea from point A to point B. That's a miracle. It doesn't mean that now, if you want to cross the ocean, you go and stand there and say, the God of Moses, open now, open now. Angels and the Holy Spirit will just minister to you, my brother, go and buy a flight ticket. Because that miracle is now being enforced in wisdom, in the creation of airplanes. He said, go and buy flight tickets. And the angels will tell you, we're like, you will cross. You think angels don't say, we're like? <laughs> That's just a joke. You will cross. 
But the thing is, we don't see God in those kind of miracles. We think that every miracle that God does must be chop, 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 who open now. And I say, ah, your phone number, 802 221 And then we celebrate, ah, wow, that's power, that's power, that's power. Miracles are a precursor to engagement. They allow us to engage in the world, in society. It is the first step, is the opportunity that God gives us. However, when they are not there, God knows that I have given you dominion. That you can stretch and attain everything you are supposed to attain. Everything you are supposed to attain. come to realize that the world is looking for something something they're looking for something real they're looking for something authentic they're looking for something beyond the drama they're looking for something beyond all that ask yourself why do you want the things that you want why do you desire the things that you desire why you're a student. You want to have 2-1. You want to have 2-1 for the same reason the unbeliever wants 2-1. You want a Mercedes-Benz for the same reason the unbeliever wants a Mercedes-Benz. You want a brand new house, a flashy car for the very same reason. So how are you different from them? How are you different from them? If that's the very reason you want the things that you want, you want more money in your bank account for the very same reason they want more money in their bank account. So, by what standard or by what measure are you different from them? They did not claim superiority. They did not claim to know a God. But you claim to know a God yet your desire is still their desire. They don't claim to speak in tongues. You claim to speak in tongues yet your desire is still their desire. So by what standard are you different from them? By what measure are you different from them? If you claim to know a God and you claim to walk in a superior power, a superior um, authority, let him that is wise among you, let him show. Let him show by the works. Let him show by the creativity. Let him show by the innovation. Let him show. Anyone that is wise among you. That think that okay. I've come into this knowledge. I've come into this experience. Let it show. Let it show. You need to realize that God is bigger than one expression. He's God of all the earth. And his operations are not limited. His operations are not limited at all. We are the ones that limit him. 
we are the ones that limit him. When God wants to get something done, he gets it done. He gets it done. He gets it done. Every vision that God has put in your heart, everything that he has called you to do, realize that you have the capacity for it. You have the capacity for it. It may be difficult, but you can. Being difficult does not mean it is not attainable. That something is hard to get or hard to reach does not mean it cannot be reached or it cannot be gotten. But you have an advantage in him. And that advantage is the supernatural, is the spiritual, but it's not the main thing. It's there so that we can receive it and then we can engage optimally. We can be better at the things that we do. So the world is not going to look at us and say, okay, how are you different from me? They will see the difference. They will see the difference. Because what we want and what they want will not be the same thing. It won't be the same. Our focus will be different. Because we have inside information. Everything that God gives to us, we know that we're going to engage society with it. I mentioned here the other day that CNN doesn't care who they call. They can decide to interview the leader of ISIS. They don't care. And that's the way the world is. The world doesn't care. Try it. Put up a video. Even you that you are spiritual and you speak in tongues, put up a video online. I say, I just want to tell you that Jesus loves you. As you are saying Jesus, you are swiping up. But put up another video. And just say, Warisi, Warisi. 200 million likes. That's the world we're in. The world don't care. But inside Warisi, we need to find a way to express God such that the world will care. We need to get an engagement in the spirit that the world can understand. Our tongues are not enough. You have spoken in tongues. You yourself, you are tired of your tongues. You are tired. You have spoken, spoken, spoken. You are tired. You have spoken everything. You have made it sound like Greek. You've spoken different. You are tired of the tongues. Because there are no results. And I'm being honest here. I don't like, I don't deceive myself. No. Because I like to see results. If I'm not getting results, I ask him, why? What's happening here? I'm supposed to have an advantage as a believer. I'm supposed to have an advantage. Someone told me one time that uh, wealthy people and rich people, they don't sleep more than three or four hours. I said, my brother, you better sleep. I said, you better sleep. I said, the, reason, the thing that is keeping them awake 
is is different from what is keeping you awake. Somebody is controlling investment in 40 nations and they have different time zones. He can't sleep now. He can't sleep. So that is the reason for his sleeplessness. Not the fact that because he rich people don't sleep early. So me too. I will not sleep more than three hours. After three hours, you wake up. You keep your eyes open. My brother, you better sleep. He's controlling 40 nations. Right now, the time somewhere is in the morning or in the evening. He has to talk to somebody in China. He has to talk to somebody in Australia. He has to talk to somebody in Hong Kong, in London. That's why he's awake. Not because he doesn't like his sleep. I told someone, I said, if you are awake in the middle of the night, it's one of two things. Either you are studying or the Holy Ghost is talking to you. I did not say pray. It's deliberate. Say either you are studying or the Holy Spirit is talking to you. Because if the Holy Spirit is not talking to you at the time you're supposed to be sleeping and you wake up and say you are praying, there's a problem. You better sleep. Because if he doesn't talk to you in the night, you wasted that prayer. You are better off sleeping. Sleep well till the time you know that you are ready for him to talk to you. Because there is no point you being awake. And then you are awake from 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. And 6.15, I ask you, how far? What did God say? say ah, I was a powerful session. Hello? You have just wasted that time. It was a powerful session. That's not what God wants. When God keeps you awake at night, it's so that in the morning, some demons would have fled. And you will know those demons. If he keeps you awake at night and says, son, talk to me. Daughter, talk to me. It means that by the time you wake up, some policies will change in your office and you will know. By the time you wake up, some things will move and you will know. And you say, yes, it's the result of my staying awake last night. No, not just the fact that, oh, I prayed four hours. I prayed five hours. No. <laughs> Somebody said one day, somewhere, a preacher was preaching. said, Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And somebody in the congregation asked, who said now? <laughs> Is it truth? <laughs> who said now? <laughs> Miracles, the supernatural, they are a precursor to engagement. Your goal should not be to attain supernatural. You are supernatural already. You have the capacity. Your, your goal is not, should not be to attain spirituality. You are spiritual already. Your goal should be that my spirituality should make a difference in my world. That's how visions are made. You take what you have and then you demonstrate it in such a way that it begins to form. It begins to form. It forms so clear that you know in your Noah, forgive my English, that this thing will happen. This thing will happen. I was trying to show you guys a picture. Can I have those pictures? When we started this place. The very first picture we had of this place. 
there are some of you here now if you had come at that time you will not join us I know it's not like it's a prophecy I know you won't join us there are some people now that will not be part of this church right now and it's okay because we are moving we're growing not okay this is the first place this, this is my house where we started now some people will never join me on this mission and it's not a bad thing they will never just my house there one couch and then we started having meetings there for one year praying some people will never join it's okay but what is not okay is that my mind stays here that's not what that is not okay it will never be okay that my mind stays here but my mind will not stay here and then we began to move let's see the other pictures of the no not this one yeah this this is how this place was this is how this entire place was. There are a few pictures. You can, you can move through those pictures. Yeah, This is this. Go back. This is this stage here. This stage where we're trying to construct this. I could have said that, okay, there's nothing wrong if we stay in my house and be clapping hands. Is this shosh? Is it not shosh? It's shosh. But no. The vision keeps growing bigger. It keeps growing bigger. Because as I'm praying, I'm seeing something. And I need that thing to come out. So we started from there. Keep, just move. That's architect Licky. Just keep on moving. This is the entire place. Of all this place. The way it works. Everything. And then we began gradually. The vision was forming. How do we want it to be? We need to paint. We need to put the stage. Do everything. We spent... I don't know how many hundreds of thousands just to do this stage alone. We started doing everything. This is the entire place from here down to that place. Keep moving. Keep moving. Sorry, those of you online. Sorry, you can't see, but catch it in the spirit. Alright? Go ahead. Are you done? Alright, good. So that's the place. And then we are now here. And some of you can come in here and look at the beautiful place and say, wow, this place is nice. This place is good. But it's the making of a vision. There is pain. There is sacrifice. But you keep going at it. And now that we're here. Some people are not going to be part of us. But I want to tell you where I'm going. Put up that picture of the, of the auditorium. Where we're going. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. I've had this in my spirit for over a year. It's forming and it's making. So I tell myself, if God can take us from that place, which was empty, null and void, to where we are now, then I will not stop until this has been formed in my spirit. That, by our estimate, the last estimate we did, is a 400 million naira auditorium. What it cost God to give you a million naira is the same thing it will cost him to give you 400 or any amount at all. When we started here, we didn't have one million. But we're here. We don't have to have 400 million to be there. We only need to see it in the spirit and stretch for it. And stretch for it. The same thing, the vision that God has given you and placed in your heart to do. He's not asking you to do it for yourself. He's asking you, will you allow me stretch through you, through you to do it? You may not know how it will form or how it will come. 
it's not of you to know. But what is of you to know is that you have capacity. And it is only the ease of access that has been taken away. But that you cannot attain. That's a lie from the pit of hell. You have capacity to attain whatever vision God has put inside of you. Stand to your feet. The world is looking for something, something, something authentic. Desire it. That's all. Desire it. And God will give it to you. Have a strong desire for it. Have a very strong desire for it. God will give it to you. God will give it to you. Don't ever think that you don't have capacity. No, you have. You have. Your dominion was not taken away. It was the ease of access that was withdrawn. But you have the fullness. The fullness of God. To achieve these things. To walk in the supernatural. To walk in miracle signs and wonders. But then they are a precursor to an engagement that God wants you to have. God wants you to have. you to be restless in your spirit and demand more from the anointing demand more from the grace of God on your life you fasted you've prayed you've spoken in tongues are you not tired is there not something more that your heart is yearning for and calling for of that desire God begins to open you up to what you should do but if you are just contended with the fact that oh I have fasted, I have prayed let's leave everything in God's hands no, no no I've woken up in the middle of the night sat down in my sitting room for hours I was not praying, I was thinking how can this thing happen? What should happen here? And as I was thinking, I was asking him, Holy Spirit, think with me. How should I solve this problem? What should be done? And as I'm talking to him, I say, I sense a staring in my spirit and I go, Not because I wanted to pray, but because we were thinking together. And as we were thinking together, power was flowing. And then I left there three hours. I prayed in tongues three hours. I didn't go there to pray. I went there to think with the Holy Ghost. But you cannot think with him and then he will not pray through you. That's the advantage we have. So I was not, I didn't come out of that place with the excitement that I prayed three hours. No. I came out of that place with the excitement that I went to solve a problem and I got the solution. That was the excitement of which I came out. I didn't even remember that I prayed. But what I remembered was that there was a problem before and now I've engaged the Holy Ghost and now there's a solution. That's how your life should be. If you have that attitude, that mindset and you run your life every day with it, miracles will happen without you knowing. 
it is people that will tell you the Lord has done great things for you. Say, oh, yeah. it's common. It's, that's our nation. It's common. Because it's a precaution to engagement. So it's that engagement you must be after. Somebody is troubling you in your office. And all you do is wake up at night and cry. Excuse me. I should ask you, but why? With all, ask your neighbor, but why? Come on, ask your neighbor. Ask it with all the Holy Ghost in you. And I thought you were spiritual, though. Tell him, I said, I thought you were spiritual, though. Eh? Tell him again. Say, now like this, you go the day. You can't continue like that. You have to be determined and resolute. I understand that these things take time. But you need to understand that your victory is sure. You have a sure word of victory. That should make you, you know, have a tenacity and go for things. The thing, the reason something should be delaying in your life is not because you are not doing what you should be doing. The reason anything would delay in your life should not be because you are not doing what you should be doing. Let it be that God is the one saying, my daughter, just hold on, just hold on. My son, just hold on, just hold on. That should be the only reason for a delay. Say, yeah, pastor, I've just been, I've just been discouraged. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Discouragement is a constant factor. We preach discouragedly. We live our Christian life discouragedly. Understand that English. Discouragement is not should not be the reason for you not attaining the things going on and just feeling bad and down. As you are feeling bad and down, Nike, just do it. You do it afraid. Do it scared. I have preached scared before. Pastor, have you not preached afraid before? Pastor Paul, many times. So fear should not be this. I was just afraid. So no, you do it afraid. Even God knows that you are afraid, yet you are doing it. But that you are doing it and you're putting your trust in Him is what He wants. Is what He wants. You will never get to a place where you have everything perfect and together. Remember, never. Never. Perfection does not reside here. Tell someone I'm a vision maker. I bring things to life. Lift your hands to heaven. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.